Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's the breakdown. Jamali Maddox with the hook. Today on the podcast, I have Scrupulous Pip. Well, if you don't know Scrupulous Pip, he's a podcaster, he's a writer, he's an actor, he's a rapper. He's just an all-round good guy, man. And he's a solid dude. Um, he's got a great podcast um, called Distraction Pieces. You know, he's got a legendary album. He's, he's just a good guy and he's a he's, he's someone I'm proud to call my friend. Uh, lovely dude. Uh, we, we get into all types of stuff and I'm really looking forward to sitting down with him and, and, and breaking it down. And, uh, and all, by the way, you can see me on tour. Um, I'm doing, you know, around the world basically um so you can find it on jamalimaddox.com you can find it on Jamali Maddox on my insta Jamali Maddox on my twitter so add that um yeah so this is scrupulous pip this has been Jamali Maddox with a hook Jamali nah. I, I i literally i drink every every month or two like i drink ah. at my club night and i drink when we do the Drunk casts, mm. but because I do drunk podcasts every now and then, everyone thinks I'm a massive drinker. But I went off it a few, a few years back. Yeah, for some reason, in my mind, I thought you were straight edge, and yeah, I don't no, know why no, I had that. No, I, no, I, know, no. I, didn't, I know you do the drunk podcast, like yeah, drunk yeah, cards. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not like, would you ever a big drinker? Um, I used to be a big, a big drinker. Like one of the reasons I do another podcast called Say Why to Drugs with Doctor Susie Gage is, is great. Yeah, it's because she's a doctor that's an expert in all the drugs. And I've done most of the drugs, ah. but don't anymore. Yeah. So it's one of them. I'm kind of a perfect person because I've not got a horse in the race anymore. Yeah. I'm not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we the best? I'm not into any of them. But I've, so I've, why 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 did you slow down with the older? I I. It's not for you no more. It's it's uh, it's a theme that comes across my life, man. Yeah. I, I. It went so well. Is yeah. why I stopped. Yeah. I had a really good time on all the drugs I ever yeah. did. And I know a lot of people who had a really bad time on most of the drugs at some point I'd done. So I kind of went, this is a good time to, to say goodbye to this drug. I've yeah. all, my only experiences have been fun, so I'll step off now and keep it like and that. You, and then you have the good memory of it. Yeah, it's similar with touring and doing music. I stopped doing music after my most successful album, my biggest tour, and my last gig was one of the biggest crowds I've ever had of about mm. ten to 15,000 at best of all. And I stopped then because I was like... It's a, good, it's a good point to stop that. Did you see that as the I'm peak? I'm liking it. Did you see that as the peak? Yeah, it like, felt did you, like did it. Did, did, was there something that's in you that was like, this is the peak? This yeah. is... And then, you know, you're probably performing every song. C- combination of the two, yeah. Had been touring at least 100 gigs a year for 10 years. And I'd enjoyed every gig yeah. and put everything into it. But I felt I was at that point of it about to tip mm. to not enjoying it anymore. So yeah. I was like, right... This is an amazing one to go out on. And again, I'm, I might go back to it at some point if I've got some new songs and stuff yeah. like that. But it is that thing of if you've done, as I said, uh, averages out at over 100 gigs a year, and that's in people don't realize England, that. America, yeah. Japan, all everywhere in Europe. What's Japan like? I only did one gig there at a festival, and it was an hour-long set, ended up being 45 minutes long, because you yeah. realise how much time you spend on banter in between songs and yeah, chat yeah, yeah, yeah. and in Japan they ain't up for that so every, every time they'd go be like they'd cheer and they'd be like how you doing this is it and they'd just yeah yeah no they wouldn't hear the tunes. and I was just like play the next song Dan yeah, play the next yeah, song. and yeah, you realise yeah. that set just shrunk yeah, by like yeah, a quarter yeah, yeah. You're, doing, like, you're, doing, you're doing archive tunes yeah exactly <laughs> you're breaking like, out of the old chest and that was after I think we'd only had one album out at that point so it was like we could, there's nothing extra yeah. that we can do we did our and album you, and a couple you, of covers Dan yeah yeah it was me and Dan but yeah you you realise quite quick how much you rely on that interaction and intimacy yeah, and all of a sudden if that's not there you're just like 
Just play the songs and go yeah. home. Do you, do you know, people, and people don't realise, man, like, because <laughs> you, you say to some people, I'm doing 100 gigs a year, and they go, only 100. That, that, that tour, man, just drain you out. It adds up, and it's killer. And it's, it's all the travel as well. I said, there were certain years, because that's, that's with writing albums and stuff mm. as well. So in that, it's weird, because we recently had the 10-year anniversary of our first album, mm. of mine and Dan's Did you first album it? coming out. No, we didn't, because again, I, I just stopped. I, I stopped you, oh, four so years you, ago. You won't even, even come out of retirement for the, for, no. for the I'm like, no, that's, that's my last gig at the yeah. moment. That's perfect. I can't can't top yeah. that, even even Because people, people must ask you all the time when you're rapping again. Yeah, that's like, yeah, that's like the main. Constantly, it's like one more match. I just did like a limit, Terry Funk. I just did, a, yeah, exactly <laughs> like that. I just did a limited run of the the most offensive merch I've ever done, which was just make pit rap again hats in yeah. in the Trump make America great again style. That's funny. Um, so I did a limited run because like this is quite exploitative and <laughs> yeah, offensive yeah, yeah. and horrible, but that's like a, it was the mo- it is again no matter what you do, podcasts every week, films, TV, anything yeah. you're doing, the first comment would be. Are you going to tour anytime soon, or yeah. have you got any no music on the way? Like, no. Yeah. If I post, if I had a kid and posted saying, "Here's my child," <laughs> the first comment would be, "You're going to do any new music soon?" <laughs> be like, "Man, yeah, I've got my baby in my arms." <laughs> like, like, yeah, 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 we like that. But you're going to create a new album. Album. <laughs> album. <laughs> but I mean, it's like I mean, that's like, sound beautiful in that that people still want to hear. Do you it's think wicked. It's, it's, I love you know, it. people want to hear. It. I remember. Do you know what the funny thing is? Is like I haven't accomplished much in my career, but the little I've accomplished, my uncle's never impressed. My uncle's just like, eh, eh. But when he found out yeah. that I knew you, he was like, shut up, you don't know Scoopless Pip. I thought I know Scoopless Pip. You don't fucking know him. Like, I had to show him a photo of us together. Ge- ge- genuinely, I always get the same off Ramesh. Who's, Ramesh Ranganave, he's done everything. Yeah. He's so successful. He's like, the kids he used to teach at school is like, all he gets from him is every week or so someone will find out that he knows me and be like yeah. and again it's that weird because I'm not that known but those again I've always cult, ha- though. I've always hated the term underrated and a lot of rappers and a lot of people like that bounce mm. it about and I think it does a disservice to those who rate you because mm. the people who do rate me I adore how much it blows my mind that they're as into it as they are so to say I'm underrated just because the pop charts aren't as into it anymore mm. or whatever else is kind of it feels but, insulting to my, to yeah, my people yeah I, I see i mean i understand the statement of underrated yeah. i think the pe- and a lot of people who say underrated are the people who love you yeah, yeah because yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. i love this thing yeah, so yeah, much yeah. more people and you don't like it it's underrated because Mate, i rate it do you know what i'm saying so, so i don't understand what you're saying though it, it goes both ways it's kind of it does take a away from the fact of like you know there's people that do rate you yeah and to say like oh they like me but i want all these other people that like me that don't know me. But Definitely. at the same time, there, it's like, a, sometimes I find it's the fans of people. I remember when I first heard your, your stuff, because my uncle, I was growing a beard out, he goes, you're going to look like Scrupulous Pip. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know who Scrupulous, and I was young, I was like, who's Scrupulous Pip? And then he, he had it on his phone. Yeah. And he played it and it was just this mad thing. It was like, it was all that spoken word, yeah. but rapping and yeah, 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 on, yeah. These, on these crazy beats. Yeah. And it was dope as fuck. And it, and it is that, and it is that thing of, you know, it, and it's weird how, and it's interesting to say weird, it's interesting how you sort of had this style, but put it into the hip hop world, yeah. but still maintained who you were. Yeah. Because you hear completely. that song, Thou Shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're saying a whole bunch of references yeah. that, you know, what people say a hip hop head wouldn't know. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? You're talking yeah, about yeah, bands yeah. like the Pixies and, the, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dude, bands I didn't know. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I was just like, fuck, and it made me go out and research these bands. Yeah, but um, and it was, and, but you you still had the placement in hip hop. Do you that, know what I'm saying? It, no, it, and it felt like what, you had a respect for the culture as well. Because you know what I'm saying, it didn't it didn't feel like oh, it's just someone pretending to like. It felt like oh, this dude's doing some hip hop shit. Hundred percent, it man. Way. It's it's the it's about the respect of the culture, and it's weird because I came up in spoken word, but I came up in spoken word because I live in a small town in Essex mm. that didn't have producers or. Stanford Lee Hope. Stanford I still Lee live Hope. there. I've lived the same place well, why, my whole life. Why do you still live there? Um, uh, it keeps me aware that the world isn't all right mm. as stupid as, as that no, sounds no. it's an area that's it's small town essex there's 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 there's, there's small town mentality there's racism there's yeah. homophobia there's loveliness as well but yeah. there's there's those things and i think as soon as i started to get successful i was tempted to move into london it was at the time that i was gigging a lot with like kate nash and jack Penyard, and all these all mm. seem to be in this same area mm. um and if i'd moved into london then i would have easily started to think oh the world's so beautiful and loving yeah, and everyone's creative and artist but I'd, I'd do a gig always remember the the highlight <clears throat> oh, one for me I, I did spoken word at the Shepherd's Bush Empire before Stuart Lee did comedy mm. Steve Coogan did comedy The Cure played a song it was this big the collaborative Cure. gig yeah it was this huge oh. thing and then I got the train home and on the way home 
I got called a terrorist by a drunk. I had some girls from Tilbury try and set fire to my beard and steal my shoes um, because it was the Friday night tr- yeah, train yeah, home, yeah. the Vomit Comet. So, um, <laughs> so it was just... It's that kind of thing that just, yeah. I don't know, I think it keeps you humble, it keeps yeah. you aware that the world isn't fixed yet. And yeah. again, like we've seen in recent years with Brexit, with Trump, of all of that, as soon as we get comfy of everyone's lovely and yeah. loving and in the right way of mind, you go, you have a really harsh reminder that that's not why the case. Do, why do you want to be based in that, why do you want to have a base in that reality? Um, what, is it, what is it that drives, because the thing is that, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure you have a good living yeah. and stuff, but I'm saying like, What's the question I'm asking here? What is it about that? Because it is, and it's very true what you're saying. Like, yeah. and I agree with 100 what you're saying. Like, yeah. I, I, right now, I'm back in the ends that I grew up, and it gave me a reality check. Because yeah. I was in LA filming for a bit, and you can get into this whole world of like, oh my god, everyone, everyone's great. I love LA. I love LA. Like you top yeah. down, and you're, you're living life, and then I go back, and I'm seeing you know poverty. Yeah, and I go, yeah. oh my, you know what I'm saying? But what what is it about that? Th- like, why 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 do you choose to? keep I think it's important on two things. It's important. For keeping you humble, mm. for knowing w- w- where you are, and you know being in that that, that same area, or th- or three things really. There's that. There's there's the artistic choices of that, and being a writer. Mm. If you're writing and cr- and creating, you need to be surrounded by the real world, yeah. not by a, a bubble of a world. I think it's why. Again, the fact is, I'm really proud that our, our most successful album of kind of like first week sales or whatever else was our last album. In general, a lot of bands get successful, particularly if they come from rougher areas mm. and then their music gets diluted because they're suddenly, mm. they're living an amazing life and yeah. everything's happy. So it's good to have that. But on the third point, legit just going down to the a practicality, uh, when I was touring a lot, I was doing, you know, a decent amount of gigs every week. I was home for a month or two each year. Mm. So if you're only home for that much, number one, you're uh, why pay two grand or rent. Yeah, why pay London rates? <laughs> yeah, yeah, number two, real. when you're home, you want to feel at home. You yeah. want to know the local takeaways and, yeah, and yeah. where the shop is and, and where the past midnight spots are yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you if, you, if you move to a new place, drink a pint and yeah, then chill out. Exactly. So, so that was it. Every time I went to move, I was like, mate, if I move, I'm going to be the brief times I'm not on tour. I'm going to be feel like I'm away from home anyway. It'll take yeah. me years to feel like I'm home because mm. I'm not there enough. Jamal. You see, when you when you quit the mute the rap music, yeah, <laughs> I felt like a really old person when I said that. <laughs> when you quit the rapidly rap, but when you when you quit when you quit when you quit spitting bars, did you was you already transitioning into doing the podcast? The I just started the podcast. I'd been was doing it, a radio show. On, okay, so that's so you had, on, on you, had you had something else that you were going to transition to. Then. Well, that was it. That it was a choice to transition into acting. I mm. wanted to give acting a go. I'd always directed all my own own music videos and they're all quite theatrical it was Simon Pegg and and Riz Ahmed actually who are the two who always said said to me you know you're already acting like you know when you're on stage and you're doing that angry song you know you're not really angry Mm. and you know when you do that sad song you know you're not really sad like that's Mm. that's actually and they kind of encouraged me to give it a go and the plan was to try it for a year or so and Mm. see how it worked and uh, I did the same with music I was working in a a record store for, for for five years, I was saving up to, to to put out an album, and I saved up and I quit my job, um, j- j- just as I'd got to kind of a manager point because it was that thing of I was like, right, either I have to admit I work in retail and that's it, mm. or I do music pr- pr- probably. Which is a hard a, choice. Yeah, and again, I loved working in retail. I loved my mates mm. there. I had some good friends, so it wasn't like, oh, this is terrible. But I thought I need to. To give it a full go, so I quit my job and I'd saved enough to live for a year. I was kind of living in my van at the time and like for two in the country. I'd recorded an album and I'd I'd pressed them, and then I quit and went out and just toured the country, just doing gigs on street corners mm. and things. Like that. It's mad. It, it was only when I did a podcast recently, I realised that that when I did that, I'd never performed live. So that's what? some. You could call it confidence, or you could call it just ignorance that I was like I was in my 20s I was, I was 23 or 24 yeah but when you were when you're young man yeah you just, you just, just, you just, that's just, it I'd recorded an album and I was, I'd worked on it mm. and I was, I was like I, I'm proud of this mm. and it's, it's the one bit of advice like I often have people ask me for f- feedback on music and that and I'm always like I'm rubbish at that because I never had it myself I just <laughs> yeah. wrote what I liked but my one bit of advice is always if you're excited for people to hear it it's probably it's, it's where you need it to be so I quit that job and I, yeah, I said I got in my 
87 space cruiser Ballin. that had the, <laughs> it was gold the seats fo- fold down at the back to make a double bed there it was, you go it was the one and double I just, bed as well that's how you know you're yeah, living life exactly I, I, I toured about the country just doing kind of street corner gigs I, I, I learnt quickly that the town centre has got a lot of people but not necessarily a lot of people who want to hear rap or hip hop or whatever else because mm. I, was, I was beatboxing into a loop pedal and rapping over the top again the reason I started doing spoken word is because I, I didn't have anyone to, mm. to make beats mm. I got into spoken word after that but I started doing this because I like rap it was, it was rap and you was looping with the beatbox I was looping with the beatbox on a loop pedal which is uh, now if you go down central London yeah. there, you cannot move for beatbox but this beatbox constant. is fucking everywhere yeah. where's, it with, where's the fascination with beatbox in the last Cause it's like it's mad, see, isn't it? You see it in like because uh, I'm not that into TV. it myself. Oh my god, it's fucking terrible. But you know, what? you see, you see white people <laughs> standing there. There's some there really good people. I, like, I it's mad skill, but for sex and there were some great ones. That, yeah. but, but then like now, it's just there seems to be beatboxers fucking. I yeah. got Central London, and it's just a, a dub dubstep beatboxer. Yeah, and I'm and there's people. And like, you fucking, like, it's it's kind of cool because it's like it's there. <laughs> it's they like could do shit. it off their own back and. No, Listen I, listen, I respect the hustle, man. If you want to get it, if you want to get it in like that, you get it in like that. Yeah. They're making money, yeah, because yeah, you got yeah, them yeah, tourist yeah, people yeah, outside yeah, Eminem yeah. world going crazy. Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, man, like I, I watch that and I go, I just, I, I, I don't want to hear another jungle remix. Yeah, of, yeah. of a beatbox. But and you, that's say, it. you were, it's that kind of thing. It's it's that it's always weird because I have it the same with beatboxing and, fr- and freestyling, and I've offended people in the past because there's been bands who've supported us who have a beatbox or a freestyler. But I, I'm not like. The live gig freestyling, where it's yeah. take something out of your, your pocket, all that. Yeah, I yeah, respect yeah. it, but I think it's that supernatural. It's, in it's, that. it's, it's, I think it's cabaret. Uh. Like, I don't mean that as an insult. I honestly do don't mean, mean that, as an insult. You mean you mean it's a party piece? Yeah, it's a party piece. It's like I don't want to hear an album of mm. someone doing that and things. Charming. So it's got its place. I remember a beatboxer who was yeah, exactly. Like there was a beatboxer who was in a band who supported us for a while, and he went on X Factor and did did quite well and there was a lot of backlash from people saying oh you've sold out and gone on it's like that's what it's always been it's always been <clears throat> look at yeah. what I can do because there's, cabaret, no, there's never... no real progression for the beatboxer yeah what's the dude gonna do yeah. have a, again a beatboxing album a few have done it but it's a hard yeah, thing to, yeah, yeah. to pull off and, and the, the ones same... that have done it have been a bit yeah. and the same with freestylers like there's a lot yeah. of freestylers that don't or battle rappers that don't transfer over to album He's a battle rapper. You know? He ain't got no fucking albums. Again it's tough though but it's different skill sets. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's like when people have that weird thing of going up to a comedian or people in the industry be oh oh you're a comedian have you got any ideas for a sitcom it's a different thing it's a different thing it's the same with freestyle with with album type raps Mm. and all that but yes so I I realised quick that the the city centres have got a lot of people but not the people who want to hear it also the last uh, city centre I did was in Manchester and people were literally circling me to to rob my gear because I had just a speaker and the loop pedal and shit like that. (laughs) Yeah, them guys with the the strap bags and the the bucket hats. I was like, right, I'm going to call this a day. But um, what I started doing then was, because me and my mate with me, we'd get to a town and then it was before kind of as much internet or whatever Mm. else. We'd go and get a, a local gig listings and see who's playing see who's playing then go and perform outside their gig because the, oh. my thought was if they've got I remember I did one outside a DJ Sh- Sh- Shadow gig um, Buck 65 Atmosphere all that kind of thing um, and Mr Scruff because my thought was they're going to get my, a target audience from that area and literally line them up against a yeah. wall quite literally yeah. so just you're going to get a bit of hit rate so I'd go there and perform and hand out some flyers and stuff and like that be off from there yeah, yeah, and, and go from there, and then yeah, it's hard. Give myself a year, and a year almost to the day of of quitting my job, a thou shout came out and, and got in the top forty, and that was kind wow. of the I don't have to go back yet. Then. And was you gonna? And was that? The but day? what's the plan? If it didn't work out, the plan was, was you to. St- did you think? Do you, but do you, looking back on it now, and it's always a hard question because yeah. hindsight's a, 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 a different thing. But do you think that you say to the day? Yeah. Would you have gone back to retail like a week later? Depends how much the money lasted, mate. Yeah, it's that. It's it's was the realism down, you, of that. You, I've you not going got down to money. Was you yeah, going down? Yeah, I was going down and again. I I lived at home with my mum. Yeah, and <clears throat> but again, she's always I worked in in libraries and stuff. It's not mm. like we're a wealthy. Like I've not had yeah. this horrible upbringing. It's been no, lovely, course, but it's not like we're wealthy ever. Or I just had I I was never in one of them families where you turn eighteen and they buy you a car yeah, and stuff like working. that. It was like it was a it's a, a reality a based people working people. So that was it. It would have been a case of. And it was before, it's why I initially had a backlash against the whole Kickstarter thing. Because yeah. I always, I'd say at the time all the time, my Kickstarter campaign was 
was working for five years and saving up. Yeah. That's how I put do you my know, album do you, out. Do you still not agree with Kickstarter? No, I, I think it's right for the right projects and for, and for the mm. right things. There's certain areas of the industry that need more money and don't have it because it's not profitable, mm. but it is artistically worth it. So I can mm. understand that and I can understand the focus. But for, for me at that point, it, it was a case of that. If I couldn't afford to keep doing music, I would have had to stop. And it's what happens a lot these days. Since music has gone disposable mm. and free... There is a lot of artists who five years ago or ten years ago might have been something great, but they've got they've got bills to pay, man. They can't music, be doing this. I find this. music, like, because I can only relate it to my doing comedy. Yeah. <clears throat> I find music terrifying oh. in terms of to make it as a musician. And you can correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. Because the thing is, my mentality is this. If I, if I do comedy and I'm decent, yeah. I'll work. Yeah, yeah, you're not yeah, saying you'd yeah, be the yeah. biggest comic ever, but you'll work. You know what I'm saying? You'll put a bit of money, you could probably pay some bills if you're if you're good yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. some meritocracy to it. You could be done the best singers in the world, man, and never fucking go up. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can never blow up. Yeah. And that's a terrifying I'm, I'm, concept, you know? I'm a really bad person to talk about any of these things because I think I've had a lot of, of, of luck in life. So, Thou Shout was my first ever single and it got in the charts and then mm. I toured the world for five years I mean, so I'm like it's easy do you think it's music luck? industry is easy you just record <laughs> yeah, a song yeah, yeah. put it out it's easy and then I started a podcast and it instantly bl- blew, up. Bl- blew up and we've had 12 million downloads and then I stopped to try acting and in the first year I did a Guy Ritchie film a show on FX and then a Tom Hardy well, your thing fucking life on much. BBC I was like, I was like <laughs> well, well you know what Pip fuck you no, I was like, this is easy but, it's, no, but that's what's no, been no, great it's not easy, but it's that's not what's been exciting on, on the acting thing is these these first few gigs came in and again, I was like, I was nervous, and I worked yeah. hard at him. But I, on on taboo, I buddied up with Stephen Graham, and he was the best because he sat me down and said to me, "It's going good now. This isn't the path it's going to continue mm. to take. You've been really lucky so far, and you've hustled for it. Mm. Like I'd got out there and done my thing to to get these gigs. Like, I didn't just sit back. I yeah, hit up. That's, that's what I'm going to call bullshit in terms of saying luck. Yeah. I think luck is a real humble. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're a humble cat. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I understand why you're saying that. But at the same time, bro, I can't. I don't know a lot of people sleeping in their cars. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. I don't know a lot of people. You like, put that yourself I, in the position yes, f- to and have, to that have luck. luck. Yeah. And yeah, you're yeah. going through a gig list and being like, yo, I'm going to go outside the atmosphere yeah. gig and I'm going to get my little loop pedal yeah, and yeah, I'm going to yeah, spit yeah. these bars. Do you know what I'm saying? And like, it's mad. You know? One of the guys who was outside the atmosphere gig, I think it was, or maybe the Buck 65 gig, five years later ended up producing a beat on my first oh, proper solo record oh, Buddy Peace who produces my website was at mm. that gig or, or my podcast sorry was at that gig as wow. well so it is that mad shit that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you might only have the effect on one or two people but those people could affect you for the yeah. rest of your life but yeah was you ever on a, was you ever on a major label no no we and spoke when, to them all yeah, we, 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 when we, we had some come offers out, so yeah. what, what happened so we were being courted by Warner and Sony and everyone uh-huh. and we on the 360 deal? On all you, sorts you, of deals. It was just very... as 360 deals were coming in. So it was just before it, really. Yeah, because you're, before... you're real, like, you know, I know you've got the merch and yeah. you've got the podcast. Like, you would do that, like, you know, you like do shit in the bed. Be- you're business minded me. on it. Yeah, yeah, you definitely influenced me, like, you know. Because I remember, like, when I was doing my t shirts. And yeah. they were like, okay, we're going to get a car. I said, you know what? Nah, man. Like, I, then they were like, were well, you going to sit there and count your t shirts? And I was like, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna count the sizes. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna, you know, I'm gonna be out there selling it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's one it of the things. That's one of the things that's different. What you can do, what other people can't do, and what I need to get a piece of is that you actually go out there and you shake in the people's hands. Yeah, I'm, I remember the first time, or the only time I did the, the Edinburgh Fringe. Mm. I had Nick Helm come up to me Would and you, say, "How do you do this?" Because after the Fringe, I'd go straight to my merch booth mm. and have. My, my book there some t-shirts yeah. because I've done that from gigging from day one that mm. I'm there I'll shake hands if you want to just come and say hello you can just say hello but if you want something signed mm. you can buy stuff and comedy isn't isn't are used to that and they feel uncomfortable and feel oh, as mate. if you're you're selling out or merch, being wherever we, like, we just do not merch yeah. like in, in America they do yeah, yeah in yeah, America yeah. you after a gig you see them there where they've got their business cards they've got their CDs it's only like I think there was a little time there was like a boom where everyone had CDs yeah and then people would sell them after gigs yeah, but then yeah, that kind yeah, of died yeah, yeah, out yeah. and now you've got little USB cards but there is a sort of thing in comedy especially British comedy about merching and a discomfort yeah in discomfort doing in doing it I think I think it's you know I don't know what it, if it's because we think we're, like, we're two artists or we kind of have this sort of nervousness about it but um you know like when it comes to tour time i mean what i i mean you know not to make it all about me but like i've sort of gone a lot smaller and i've gone a lot independent with my tour Mm. so i'm doing it all off the own back i've paid for all the venues myself and one of the ways i'm going to do it now is i'm going to merch to make up the profit so i go okay yeah i will come to your town 
and it might be a littler town, which yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah, normally yeah, play yeah, on yeah. tour. A lot of people miss on tour, and I'll go and I'll sell T-shirts or try and sell some books and stuff. It makes just, bags of sense, man. Yeah. And it's 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 win-win for everyone. Mm. I, I remember at one gig, as someone saying to Dan, because Dan after our gigs, I'd go to the merch table and Dan would go outside, so we'd both be able to meet people, but it wouldn't be too hectic. There'd mm. be this split. Yeah, yeah. And I remember he was saying that someone was saying to him, "Ah, oh, Pip, just there to sell extra merch." And I'm like, "It's win-win. Mm. Like, we do sell merch if I'm on the merch booth. But equally, I remember going to see Sage Francis before I was rapping and buying an album I already had because he was doing the merch booth, yeah. and I could meet him and get it signed and say, "I love your music." Yeah. So that meant the world to me. That was worth every penny. Yeah. So it's win-win. It, it doesn't have to be that one yeah. or the other. I, I, I love come say hello. Yeah, that's it. I love have meeting everyone. Ticket? Yeah, you don't have. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't have to come by a CD. I mean, I'm going to judge you, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll give you some stick, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got to buy exactly that. I love that, and it's it's people think that it has to be a one or the other. Like yeah. if it benefits you in any way then you're mugging people off so no it can benefit me and someone else and it can benefit mm. all of us and it'd be so so guys, let's, let's take a little step back then yeah. so you're you're so you're getting caught by all these big yeah labels. so so we went to and so if this is stuff you spoke i know you probably spoke no, about no, this shit good, a man, million I spoken times about it in ages i, I kind of I know, I, was, I know i know you don't because i mean it's like the same when like when people ask me about my show i fucking go, yeah oh, fuck yeah sake, or, you know or, or because like i, I do my... retired it on your show yeah yeah exactly <laughs> because i do my podcast i've kind of stopped doing other people's podcasts yeah. and other interviews so it's been a long while since I talk about any of this well, stuff so it does well, feel man. kind of no it's all good man but yeah we'll do um, a label and we'll talk about some other stuff after so we we'll about the active. we kind of had we had that ignorant outlook that the majors are going to be idiots in suits and uh, the indies are going to be all hip and it wasn't yeah. that case at all a couple of the majors were coming at me with stuff from the lyrics that were references that no one else had got they were like oh that's a Rakim reference I'm like yeah, yeah it is a Rakim reference yeah. well I mean they are music heads we yeah, forget that innit? exactly and, I mean they're and, probably a bit square now but they were music heads at and, one point and yeah. some of the indies like one of the indies was like yeah we want to kind of make you the new Kano and it's like I rate Kano but I ain't Kano so it was one of them I was that, like, yeah I wouldn't you're, you as the new Kano you're this cool indie and you've not got it at all and you know the really weird thing is, is that that's when Jet Kano probably just first came out yeah. so we probably didn't need a new Kano you didn't just need yet. a new Kano I know Kano <laughs> like, can be slow on his business yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but you I don't need a new have Kano the old Kano I think the Kano that is around we I think have. they probably had the Kano and we're getting tired yeah, of, yeah, of yeah, the Kano yeah. not being you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're wanting to come out and gig or do new yeah, records and stuff. Prolific as needed. Yeah. But he's a genius. But again, yeah, I was great, like, yeah. so that that was a real kind of shock because we were were ready to just hate the majors and and love the indies, and we mm. didn't. So we started to get courted a bit. And one of the first people who played us on the radio was a Rob the Bank, mm. um, and it books as a festival. Yeah, the yeah, festival guy. Yeah, they yeah, do yeah. all that, and they run a label called Sunday Best. And we were he was advising us on what was wrong with different contracts that we were getting offered from Warners, from mm. Sony, from all of these, saying, well, you know, keep an eye on that, that's not right, and all mm. that. And then we realised, he's the guy we trust. He's got a record label. Let's go with him. Let's go with him. Mm. So we went with Sunday Best, and we turned down some big advances and stuff like that. Again, mm. it's that weird thing in my mind, I don't really... It's it, it's an old mentality. I'm not a fan... I, I always felt advances are kind of preparing to fail. Mm. It's kind of going... Let's take the money now because this album's not going to be popular. I'd rather go money. out there and hustle it. Yeah, I'd rather make yeah. an album I'm proud of and go. Here you go. Now let's yeah. tour it. Let's make it big yeah. and earn earn what it's worth. It, 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 Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Not in the music business, so in advance is, is money they're lending you. They, 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 they're just giving you money for now. It's a complex one. They, 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 they're lending it to you, but you only have to pay it back through music industry shit, basically. Okay, I can okay. swear, right? Yeah, 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 no no fucking swearing. <laughs> through music industry sh- shit so it might be if you've got a 360 deal that they can recoup it from your gigs from your merch yeah. or whatever else but if not it'll be j- just from album sales and our Sunday Best one for example the advance we got was only recoupable f- from album sales okay. and that was the standard That's at the fair. time yeah. and that was was fine and it felt that if we took if we went somewhere that was giving us a smaller advance then they're going to I don't know it felt like they're going to have more money to put into making it work and making mm. it right and making it good they've not spent all the money on our signature on a bit of paper mm. do you know what I mean they can now spend a bit on the artwork and mm. we always got cool cool artists to work on our artwork and things like that mm. so yeah we did that and it feels like the right ch- a, a choice you know it's weird I had, I had example on my on my podcast you a little really while big ago transition musically yeah and a lot of people don't a lot of people kind of forget the fact that he rapped yeah yeah and that was he, it he was like a rapper he was just, sort of in that sort of jest just before he, he went that way one of the people who approached us were ministry and they said we want you to be more like a dancey poppy dance mm. r- r- rap type thing and again we're at the point we're like our album's almost done and we're, we're really proud of it mm. do you want to put it out or not like it, it, it sounds mm. harsh but we were like here's what we are you can release it if you want otherwise we don't want to have loads what of you, A&R and get changed so this was 2004 or 2006 so maybe? 2005 2006 who's out now is that is, is, is that sort of like dubstep era just before dubstep okay, era so but yeah the okay. kind of it's when your ministries now were clambering yeah, for yeah, yeah and yeah. it was just interesting because it was ministry who ended up signing an example and he, he switched from being a rapper and a comedy rapper and things like that over to that dancing Very and for him it worked so brilliantly it did, work. it did work but that was it was always interesting at first i was dead skeptical because i was like that's what they were like with they're trying to get me mm. to do. I ain't into that. But then it was perfect for yeah. examples. You stuck, you, so, stuck, yeah. you, stuck to your, you stuck to your music, definitely. That's it. We stuck to our thing and it kind of... Yeah. It worked how it worked. But it's an interesting one with... It's learning curves, isn't it? Like So, Thou Shout was our first song. Uh-huh. It had, had no chorus. It uh-huh. wasn't like anything else that was out at that time I mean I mean even though it's like I know everyone's like that's my favourite song and that's how you probably you know decipher it as someone that's not really a fan (laughs) yeah yeah you know what I'm saying like but it's like saying you know um, Charming Man is my favourite fucking song then you're not a fan of the series yeah 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 but no it's just it's just I don't know I don't know why it resonated with me there's something about it's just a band yeah yeah do you know what I'm it's just a band that and it's and you know and, cause you can, and you can just you know and you can you can idolise all these things and, yeah. and you can do that but then you just it's just a fucking band it was completely that I was, I was writing that I wrote that because that whole s- song I wrote in um, in the length of time it of the film A 40 Year Old Virgin because mm. Dan emailed me the beat and then he sat down to watch 40 year old version and when he finished just, just, just as it finished an email came through yeah. with the vocal so I'd written it and recorded it in in, in in whatever the running time of that film is but um that's like a one minute 30 film <laughs> yeah, 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 if, yeah if I'm right it's like a one minute 30 that's a standard <laughs> yeah, yeah. comedy with Seth Rogen yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> one minute it's 30 film. that's all you need one minute 30 it's great but um so so yeah it was weird so that worked and that got in the charts but it was direct and I'd, I'd written the just a band bit because I certain down the, the Christmas before and thinking how mental is it that t- t- Tom York is sitting is sitting down with his, his mum and dad around the Christmas <laughs> table and his, 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 bro- his brother's like probably giving him digs and yeah, taking yeah, a piss yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and all that it's like they're all just normal people yeah. and these people that we idolise they're yeah. just people and that's so where the just the band bit kind of came the humanity from of them, isn't it? Yeah. and we kind of see them as these like Strange things. I think that's probably why we can, uh, why people can be so shitty to them on social media. Yeah, because exactly. we forget them. We forget oh, them. We forget. Oh, we forget that we're just a person, isn't it? 100%. Even the like, idolization of it, because we just we think that they're this separate thing from humanity. So we can yeah. be like, yeah, well, you're. It's <laughs> like, disgusting, but, isn't it? It's... Like they're not going to read that and go, ah, shit. <laughs> I had I had a guy I had a guy for years, and I've let it go now. But for years, I remembered his name. He was a journalist, and I, I remembered his name. I'd 
I'd looked up a photo of him mm. and I'd vowed if I ever, ever met him I was going to I was going to punch him in the face because <laughs> yeah. I was like shit was going to pop off I've got a couple off. of those ones in my notebook because it was one of them though where it was like it was just at the start of people not realising that it's the real world and yeah. he'd written an article that said that or claimed that I was racist because someone had asked me my favourite rappers and at the time it was Sage Francis and someone like a couple of people and he was like the oh, the the two or three people I listed were all white. It's like I could have, depending on the day, I could have been going for KRS and Rakim yeah, and uh, yeah. st- Sticky Fingers or whoever else. Plus, you're just, you're just picking up your boy. It's, it's just people one. I was into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was it. But he'd made this whole thing of racist. And I was like, if I was out and someone started to seriously say I was racist, a discussion would happen. Yeah. And if it didn't get resolved, yeah. it'd kick off. Because yeah. I've got, I've, I've, I've got black family. I've got yeah. many friends who are. Black, gay, trans, yeah. every I mean, race and religion are, and culture. You are the type of dude that goes out of his way yeah. to try and you know to spread the word that yeah. you know it's, it's it's a ridiculous ideology. It's it's it's, it's all foolish. So you. it was one of them that it was like I noted it for ages. Even after I stopped being angry, I was like, but people need to. It's important to show people that there's consequences for their actions. And I'm yeah. not g- generally, I'm not some tough guy, hard, yeah, hard yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. But it was one day where I was like, for ages, got morally, blind the haircut. Mor- yeah, exactly. <laughs> morally, I was like, I need to to yeah, yeah, yeah. to, to sp- spin this lad's jaw because he needs to know that there's a there's, a, a there's real people. I didn't, and he I've forgotten knows. his name yeah. now. So it's all one <laughs> yeah. of them. It's probably, and to him, it would have been a throwaway thing. It was at yeah, the yeah, peak yeah, of yeah. Bl- a, a blogging. <laughs> Yeah, coming yeah, from yeah. being big where generally the ones that got a lot of reviews were the people who talk some shit mm. or if they gave you a bad review of an album they'd you know I mean? get like more that, views who's that, than who's that one guy who that guy from Black Eyed Peas punching the face who is it I don't know he, he went in Big Brother house one time he's like a um, quite a camp guy he does right. all these really shitty blogs about people yeah I know the guy um, blonde hair uh, you can say you speak up Perez Hilton Pre- Bro. Perez Hilton Perez Hilton and that guy would talk about your kids he wrote about me once I was, I was, no way I was, I was going out with a girl in LA who was more f- famous than me and was the type that would get written about Okay. and he he, he he wrote about us as soon as we got together and he didn't write anything bad but he the, wrote about the girl it. at the weird. time was like you might want to uh, 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 talk to your PR people and see it and I was like I don't want to talk to anyone because this is our private life yeah, yeah. So, and, and I understand I understand if you're like if you're someone in that position where it's worth talking to your PR because not that it's a spin but it's going to get reported yeah, so you need to take yeah. some control I was like no I'm not I'm, that's nothing to do with my PR people my PR yeah. people are in charge of my music yeah, and that's that um, but yeah that was a weird one he wrote it, again he didn't say anything shit it was just like he wrote here's this it. guy he he seems all right, and let's hope because she'd come out of a couple of relationships. Like, uh-huh. uh, let's hope that this is the one, and she's happy and all this. So it was, it was quite positive. But he had previously talked shit about her and talked shit about all people. He's yeah, that, yeah. He's I, just that dude. I just I I just, I don't understand the fascination of it. I don't get it, man. What is the fascination of someone's life? And like you know, because it's mad, isn't it's, it? It is mad. It's just it's it's general madness. But it's mad in in every f- f- facet of it. I get mad at people who slag off the Kardashians because yeah. it's like well. They're not for me, but that's fine as yeah, well. Yeah. If you're saying that, oh, all these idiots who want to look like them, it's like, who the fuck are you to, yeah. to call them idiots? If that's yeah, their idol, their that's business. their idol. And yeah. again, oh, she became famous for a sex tape. Sex is, is wicked. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I, ain't, I, ain't, I, don't, I don't care if she became famous for a sex tape. It's like, it's a, it's, it shouldn't be something that's shamed and, yeah, and, and, and put it's upon. It's like sex tapes. And, you know, because when that era was coming out, it's the one that when people would... Um, when it came out where um, people were hacking into people's apples. And, mate. And I want to look at the photos. People were like, have you seen the photo? Like, no, I haven't fucking seen I was the stolen same, photo. I was the same. Why I don't want to see a stolen photo of someone that I don't know naked? It's madness. You know it's madness. That and it really know is. That I, that I could yeah. see. You know? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I've never seen a... T- you know, I, I, I had yeah. my collection of the Daily Sport. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, uh, <laughs> That my mum found one time. But like, <laughs> it, it's, you know, it's, it's that weird fascination with fame that I've never... And it's strange that I'm so against it seeing that I'm in showbiz. I, I agree with you, man. <laughs> and it it, it, it 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 messes me up. I think the excitement of seeing, you know, a naked selfie or whatever is the fact that that person sent it to you because they yeah, wanted yeah. you to see 100%. it, not because someone's hacked their yeah, phone yeah, and yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, "Oh, look yeah. at this." Because yeah, 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 yeah. I had that. I had a, a group messages of of some dudes I know a while back, and someone shared one of them hacks, and I I paused, but then I went in. I said, "Look, I don't I don't agree with this. I think mm. it's I think it's bad. It's, it's someone famous. Mm. It's like that's cool." If again at that point I think say I was single at that point mm. I could think 
I'd like to see her naked yeah, at some yeah, point. She's well nice. But I'd like her to want me to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd like that to be her choice. Yeah, yeah, again, or her do something that <laughs> yeah, I'm... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, want to do, I want her to be paid fairly under yeah, contract and completely. let me want to see her titties. Yeah. Completely. And that's the thing. And it's 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 a weird one because it is. It's massive did you, violations. Did you want to be famous? Nah. You and it's be been the, the really interesting thing of... Or, actually, that's... It's too blunt an answer is no. I wanted... I I like to work hard and to be good, good at something. Uh, the recognition for that yeah. feels lovely. That's wicked. I'm not mm. saying, oh, I don't care about that. It's lovely. When you get compliments for stuff, mm. I, I'm awkward with compliments, but it's lovely. It makes mm. you feel a reward. But it's been the most interesting thing of stopping a gigging is I've not missed it at all. Mm. And again, I, I'm sure I'll go back at some point, but but it's really made me realise I'm not someone that's ever I wanted to be that that guy on stage having adoration. Mm. I just happened to write some stuff that I was excited to share. Mm. As soon as the excitement of sharing that is gone, I have no desire to be there in front of a crowd. And mm. it's like, I don't, I don't need that. It's why I'm quite a private person. Because mm. it's like, I'm, I'm not... Are you comfortable with people coming up to you in the street and stuff? So? Yeah, I'm fine with all that. Because again, it's nice and it's a compliment mm. and they're, they're generally all right and, and friendly. I mean, the weird one is always the... Are you famous? Yeah. Which is a question that answers itself. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. apparently not. I go, I, you you wouldn't go, be. I, I, <laughs> you wouldn't I, need to ask that question yeah, yeah, yeah. If, it, if it was the case. When they when they point, they go, "I know you." I'm like, I don't want to say it because if I go, "Oh, was it from that thing?" and they go, "No, nah, I think you I went to school with you." Then I feel like a cunt. Yeah, exactly. You know like, I've just assumed that you know that I've been on telly. Mate, like, I, I had that early on in again in Stamford, and it was just after I'd been on, on Soccer AM and stuff like that. Be like a hometown hero. It, after, weirdly, as soon as I went on Soccer AM, I started. To, to, to get recognised more because my area isn't an area for spoken word rap type stuff like that do you know what I mean so, I've got a big spoken word see? but as soon as I'd got on Soccer AM they're like you on Soccer AM weren't yeah, you and all yeah, that yeah. so, and I was walking down the street once and car bibbed and I was like and a guy leaned out and went fucking terrorist <laughs> and I was like oh mate I didn't look like you waved like, at I was, I was like <laughs> and I had another one I was coming out of a gig and someone went Absolutely. someone called me and I was literally was up, up Tottenham called Roadway near where we are now it was, just, it was just before the Astoria closed and we played a gig downstairs and we're coming out and some guy, some guy grabs me and I'm like alright it's going to be a fan it's after a gig and he went fucking Saddam Hussein and I really wanted to pause and go I think you mean Bin Laden yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry if you're going <laughs> yeah, to let's do it correct if you're going to compare me to a terrorist it's definitely uh, Bin Laden yeah, yeah. um yeah, yeah, you're messing this up. But yeah, <laughs> I also had a really good one. This is just my embarrassing moments now. But I had a really good one where I was at a film premiere. I'd gone to, I was going to the premiere of Attack the Block, mm. and it's and Nick Frost is in it, and he's a mate. I'd met him and hey, Simon through great. the music. I love him, and he'd inv- inv- invited me along, and I'd met a Jonathan a Ross a once or twice in a in the comic book store up the road here. Oh, both comic book fans in Forbidden Planet. Yeah, Are you comic and, book head. Yeah, yeah. I, the the, the first yeah. thing that I released. Was a graphic novel of poems. I, like, I was asked for years to put I out. I have that. I was asked for years to put out a book of poetry. I was yeah. like, I don't read much poetry. I feel like a fraud. So I did a graphic novel. It. But yeah, anyway, I, I'd given him a copy of that and all this kind of thing. And we're at this premiere, and Jonathan Ross comes and sits down in, in front of me with his yeah. family, and he turns around and goes, "Dan Lassac, good to see you." <laughs> and I just went, "Good to see you, man." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just went. I was like, oh, "Just about to watch a it film. Out. It's yeah, all good." Yeah, he, get, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. gets it. Yeah. He gets it. It's just. I remember I was doing these runner gigs <laughs> in the Middle East. I was and I was I was eating shit, Pip. I mean, mm. I'm dying at these gigs. And the owner of the guy, the club that booked me over there, yeah, was there. And he's like a big. He owns like the biggest clubs in England. Yeah. And he didn't, and uh, so he comes up to me and he goes, "Oh, Jim Maraquai," and he didn't know my name. And but I, I know that he was going <laughs> to call up England and say, "Don't ever book that guy again." So I just rolled it out. <laughs> so I'm like, "Yeah." So he just called back, say, "Don't book that Jim Maraquai," and they're going, "All right, whatever." <laughs> we weren't gonna. <laughs> we weren't gonna buy the figures out of our price range. Yeah, but you're a big comic book head. Yeah, I love it. Um, what's your, what, what, what graphic novel do you fuck with? I'm um, a Garfinis dude. I'm yeah, I'm a Garfinis dude. Transmetropolitan preacher. Yep. I mean, the, 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 the boys is my favourite. The boys is my yeah, favourite book, and then preacher. So um, a, a transmit is is Warren Ellis, not to correct a, a correcture. Is he uh, not Garth Ennis for that? It's Warren oh, Ellis. I'm sorry, I apologise. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm a fan of both of them. I think Ennis and Ellis are my two that yeah, are, yeah, yeah. Are, are there because yeah. So, but yeah, the Punisher ones that Garth Ennis did, yeah, the, yeah, they were the, dope. The, the Max 
the Max yeah, 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 Punisher. Yeah, they, had, they had a couple Max series the in Punisher, there. They, yeah. had a, they had a Wolverine Max one. Yeah. Where it was sort of like Japanese art where it was sort of like samurai-esque yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. They had one with Nick uh, Nick Fury. Nick Fury, because Garth did that and that was good yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. It was a war was one, wasn't was it? It was one. proper. I had Garth Ennis on my podcast. Oh, you liar. It was mental. Because oh, again, it's, again it's one of the most nervous I've been because he doesn't do a lot of interviews. But because a Warren Ellis is an Essex boy as well and I had him on the podcast. I chatted to him. He's amazing. Um, like a he, he hooks me up. Yeah. yeah, he's a, he's he's his his mind is. I've had him. I've had Alan Moore. Yeah. He was he was he was one of my first guests. Who's just a legend. Yeah. And yeah, he hooked me up with Garth Ennis, and Garth came in, and again we talked about Ireland and uh, comics. But then have you seen have you read Crossed? Yeah, that was madness. That's, that's, isn't it? You know, Crossed is the only comic book. And um, for the people listening, Crossed basically is a, a zombie. A horror comic, but far more but, more, more messed up. But yeah. just it, if you I'm, get the disease, it makes you want to kill and, and rape. Yeah, basically, it, it, makes, it heightens it, it, the two human instincts still quite, of sex yeah, and violence. Yeah, because yeah, you're quite still human, but then yeah. you have, but then you just give into your nastiest inhibitions. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, and and it's not, the only comic book I've read where I've had to go put that down for a minute. Yeah, yeah, like it was that dark. It's heavy, but yeah, it was it was mad because me and Garth were chatting about all this stuff and going back and forth, mm. and then he mentioned a TV. Sh- a, sh- a show c- c- called The Shield yeah, which is yeah, one of my favourite TV shows of all show. time so literally me and him just went it would have been f- infuriating for half of his fans because mm. a big chunk of that podcast is us going off on The Shield just going like v- Vic Mackey is the best kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. alter vi- which is a great villain show. character ever it's amazing but yeah but, 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 but yeah so The Boys and Preacher I, I read The Boys first so, so when I was doing my graphic novel of poems it got signed by um, by Titan mm. who did um, the Watchmen in this country mm-hmm. and all things like that? And I'd kind of I'd wanted to do a graphic novel of poems. And I'd hit people up on on MySpace and Facebook and tw- and Twitter. No, it's before I was on Facebook. So MySpace and Twitter MySpace, at the time, wow. and people s- submitted artwork and I put it together. And I I got this meeting with Titan, and they were r- ready to be kind of. I'm sure you've got some nice ones from fans, but we'll we'll, we'll get, get some it. professionals in as well. But I'd again that that hustle. I'd kind of I'd printed all of them out so I'd put it together in what was actually a, f- a photo album but mm. so I had essentially a full a full book yeah, there it was ready and they loved it and we but, didn't have to do any extra ones and they, yeah. they snapped it up but when I was going in there the boys had just started coming out and one of the guys who was editing yeah. mine kind of said hey, I give because it's, it's the thing you go to record labels n- not to get a record deal because anyone who goes in to talk about a record deal they take you in, into their little room and go here's some albums yeah. and they give you some vinyl they give you some back catalogue it's the same with comic books I'd go in there I'd I'd, I'd, I'd plan meetings for nothing of importance at all and they go do you want to come out the back and we'll grab you some books like yep that's the, <laughs> yeah. the only reason I'm here yeah. this could have been an email yeah, my friend yeah 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 you go in there picture things you know they yeah. don't want <laughs> yeah, exactly would you, uh, would you think would, would you uh, would you ever write a graphic novel um, that's something I'm trying to do in the future is write a graphic novel I'd love to I started Dan I had an anime. idea um, and Garth sorry Warren Ellis sent me a load of graphic novel scripts to show me how to write them a little mm. bit and I've not I've not got around to it because I've been writing a lot of, of TV and film scripts I'm working on but yeah are you, are you getting into writing the scripts and stuff yeah I'm loving it I, I wrote a TV show that Warp have optioned and I've got another I've written a feature and I've got two more kind of film and another TV show that I've that's I'm, great, I'm man. pitching out there and that, fabulous. and I love all that stuff. It's just it's that it's, it's it's being lucky enough again. I'm using lucky again, but to be in a situation to just go after what excites you the most at mm. the time. Do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. I could release another album. I'm not excited to. It mm. won't be good. I don't want to soil my back catalogue. Like we were saying earlier, like one of the, the biggest things I do every month or so, I'll respond to someone who's asking for a new album, saying I need some new music from. It's like no. You want some good new music from mm. me. You don't want There's me to churn out a shit album that yeah. will make me some money. I'll tour and make some money, but you want some good stuff. And at the moment, I don't feel that's where my good good writing is. Yeah, I feel yeah. my good writing is in TV and, and other things. But yeah, I, I've had a comic book idea for ages that mm. I really want to do, and I've yeah, I've got it all in my head. But she's trying to get it out there. It's getting the it out there and getting it yeah. down. I spoke to who was it that hooked me up? S- s- someone hooked me up with. We're one of the head guys at Image. Oh, who are like, Image. they're the best, dude. Have you seen an interview with the guy who runs Image? No, I don't he think that might bro. be who they hooked me up with. If you meet the guy, he's American, dude. I can't remember what's yeah. his name. I'm gonna have to Google it and tell you before we leave here. Mm. But this guy 
is you, I can't remember I, sh- I, I watched it and I had to show my man I showed my manager I was like you need to watch this guy yeah. he's like I don't like competition I said watch this guy and the stuff he's saying man he's just a boss and he basically was talking about when he wrote Spawn yeah and he's talking wow. about like, like you know when he wrote it and he's just like he said you know what he goes I don't have any contracts with my drawers or my writers yeah. if you don't want to be here you don't fucking work here he goes and he goes when you, if you go and give a comic book to him you own the comic book he yeah. goes I don't own it he goes that's your idea how am I going to own it Dope. And it's I just like it. you know, and it's just like you know, you know, because you know how show business, man. They're, 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 it's how you, I run my label. Yeah, yeah I've yeah, got yeah. no contracts with anyone on my label, wow. and we've put all these records out, and it's always been. And your podcast, if you're done, you're the done. Podcast. The podcast as well, all of it. It's like no contracts and, uh, and no deals on the label. If you want to go, I'd love it if someone on my label got snapped up by a major. Again, yeah. the, the the point of a contract is to stop that happening. Yeah. They're stuck with you. It's yeah. like I'd be hype for them the point of it it should be that that the, they're transcending the, the, they're they building and, and going on yeah, to bigger yeah. things so yeah I've never had a contract with, with, with anyone on the label it's always just been we've got an idea uh, and who have you got signed it. to the label so again I've got no one signed no, but, sign but, but, but yeah so we've got Sage Francis and B Dolan and POS okay. who his album last year uh, uh, when I did a Ramesh's Hip Hop Saved My Life one of the albums I picked as my my as one of my favourite ever hip hop albums is is POS's um a second album. So when he was doing his most recent one and he hit me up saying, I've not got a label in the UK, like would you be up for up for releasing it? I was like Yeah. So you distributed it's it. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah so I distributed it in, in the UK and got to yeah. So yeah, so POS um an act called a war and peace who aren't making anything anymore. A spoken word artist called Polar Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you talk about him. He's like old school. Yeah, he? he's yeah. Like original. He's, he's dope. He's dope. A guy called Rob Alton, who's a comedian and spoken word artist. Yes, he's doing yes, the fringe. Yes, he's yes, really yes. good. And a guy called J- Giacomo Brown, and that's yeah. my proudest one because yeah. he's a blues kind of singer. I had to really tw- twist his arm to do an album mm. because he just he made some songs. He's no interest in fame. He 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 did two gigs, didn't see the appeal. So he's. <laughs> He's never done any since. He didn't see the appeal. He, he didn't get it. He's like, oh, this is... Oof, I don't yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So I had to twist his arm. He works. He's got, he, he works in a library and whatever, and he does his thing. He's got no desire to be famous. Mm. He wasn't up for doing particularly any interviews or any f- mm. photo shoots. Um, so I knew... But the album, like the music I'd heard, was amazing. So the beautiful thing there was I knew that if I didn't release it, no, no one will ever hear that music because no label wants to sign someone who isn't going to tour it yeah. or, 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 he won't or tour do it. interviews. No, no, no. He did his, his two gigs and we released it. It got, I think, an 8 out of 10 in Uncut, which, wow. for, again, for a debut album to even get this covered is, is huge. It got high scores on six music and stuff like that. And we were over the moon. And what did he say? We, was he just shrugging his shoulders? Yeah, no, he was cool. He's, he's not at- done any more since. He's, <laughs> this was literally eight years ago we put this record out. Do you know what though? People literally man- eight years ago. And people hit me up all the time and say, going, is there going to be any more a Jack of my Brown? I'm like, nah. You know, it's Pitt- not his thing. That's what, that's He's what, not into it. That's what I love about you, Pit Man, is that you, you're you the only dude I know that would start a record label and sign a dude who's like, nah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, here's some songs. <laughs> Here's some songs. I'll see you later. And Cheers, man. Been, it was like I got I got this great album. I'm back to the library. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it, man. You you need some people like that. And I I I love those people in the world, man. The same way I got I got, fr- I got friends, man. Who if they if they really worked on the craft of comedy, they would blow me out of the water. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They'll blow me out of the water, yeah. man. If they really you know got the craft of it. Yeah, they're just that funny naturally. Yeah. They just have no. They just want to be funny with their mates. It's interesting, you isn't know, it? it's the combination strange. of the two because it's. I love it and I hate it. I love seeing people succeeding because of their hard work. Mm. Um, like a podcast I listen to a, a lot is is the Fighter and the Kids, mm. and it's kind of Brendan sport. Yeah. yeah, and Brendan is a comedian now, and he's doing well. And Joe Rogan always said, like, he used to be an MMA fighter, and then he's he's become a successful creator and Rogan always says it's because he's got the work ethic mm. of an MMA fighter yeah. of, a, of, a, of a professional athlete he gets up every day and he drills it and he works on mm. it and I've not s- s- seen any of his comedy I like his podcast but yeah. I love the fact that he's doing well it's when bad. he's not necessarily the, the, the natural comedian that a Rogan or all mm. of these are but he's got that work ethic he started yeah. f- far later than everyone else but he's gone nah this is it he found the sort that. of learned notion of it but I yeah. understand why you hate it as well. I mean, it's weird. I mean, like the the friends that I have. I mean, one's upsetting because he uh he sat he sad he sadly uh doing a, a government holiday right now. Right. Yeah. And yeah. he's one of the funniest dudes I know. Yeah. And he's got a long time. 
But um, it's killer, isn't it? Yeah, that 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 one that one's the only one where I go fuck, man. I, I actually have... took him to one gig as well, and he was into it. But you know, he kind of got uh, scooped up by uh, the other things in life that seemed more appealing at the time. It's, I, it, but it's heartbreaking on every level. Yeah. It, it can be at that level, or it can just be your mates. Who I, I've got tons of mates who've got amazing ideas for scripts, for mm. albums, for all sorts, and they tell me about it all the time. Mm. And then it, they've got jobs and families and things like that. So it doesn't it, it doesn't necessarily progress yeah. anywhere. And that's that's sad. It's again, it's not sad because it's beautiful that they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Every I don't believe in the whole idea of fame is above any other. Professional, no, it's only fame, society. but then also if they've got that idea they want to push out, exactly. they should. Yeah. You know, and you find yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Well, again, it's just I'm knowing that they ignorance. could. It's knowing no it's having done it and yeah. been there and go, you could do this. Yeah. Again, I, I, I still adamantly think I've got a lot of mates who would be better at rapping than me, mm. at writing scripts or whatever else, but I happen to be the one that's done it, mm. that's gone, I'm going to do that, rather than just... Imagine well, I mean, it. The, and a lot of them could do choice. still and will and yeah, things yeah. like that. But yeah, I mean, because I mean, when people ask me, they go, how, "How do I? How do I get into comedy?" I go, "What you do is the first thing you do is you stop asking." Yeah, 100%, <laughs> you man. stop asking what how you do it, and you go yeah. out there and you enjoy the worst decision you ever made in your life. Yeah, that's it. There's it's no, what, there's no middle ground here. Completely, you know and it's the best lesson I think. If you, because you can't teach it, all you can tell people is how you did it. Mm. But they're not you yeah, it doesn't work that and there's going to be some stuff on your path that was wrong yeah. that was a mistake yeah. that you messed up so they're, they're not learning and yeah I can p- completely agree it's why I don't tend to give any f- 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 feedback to people yeah. on tracks or anything like that because again I never had that what I just ma- what makes you the, out there. What's, sorry, sorry, what, what makes you the, the, the jump off dude though what makes you the guy who's like you know what, I'm going to do it like what made you was you always like that? Because you're saying you're, you're in your early 20s, you're, you're yeah. about to be a manager. And let's be honest, when you're in your early 20s, being a manager somewhere, you go, It's a big deal, I'm man. Set. That's yeah, real. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? You look at it now in your 30s and you go, Oh, well, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? 100%. But it was a big 100%, deal. 100%. It is real. So it's like, you know, what, 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 what's in you that made you go, You know what? Have you always, was you like that as a you, or was it just like a, a decision you had, or it, was it a, it's an a weird one? What is it? There's kind of t- t- two sides to it. I did always have... A, it's going to sound so pretentious or mm. arrogant, but I always had a feeling that I was meant to be doing something. Mm. But again, chances are everyone had that. But the other side of it is I grew up in a town that the kind of... You're brought up to to want to get the train into London mm. and have a job in London and have an office job and earn good money. And I didn't... I want that. I literally... Genuinely, I've got a picture on my phone. I was, I was clearing out my mum's loft about a month ago and I found a board game mm. that was actually called Commuter. <laughs> a board game called... And yeah. it's about commuting into the city oh, for man. kids to play. Yeah. And again, I've always... It, it, it cracked me up because I said for years that that's the kind of town I lived in. Mm. But I don't remember... But to find a board game that literally going, yeah, and you can so go... when and, you've gone home... You can, go yeah. and live in, you can go and work in the city. It's like, what? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I never wanted to do that. So it was always finding anything that made me not have to do that yeah. that was the motivation it's, it, you could say that they're not wanting to have a, a real job but I do get defensive on that because there's not a job I've had that I've worked harder than yeah. the, that was a hard gig the, than this career I've worked in factories I've worked in delivery I've worked mm. in shops all sorts of things but this is the, the gig I've worked hardest at and again I love it but I, I in the last 10 years I've had three holidays Mm. partly because I love my job but partly Mm. because I am my job so I can't have a holiday Mm. from me if I go on holiday I'll be thinking about the work I need to be doing and the Mm. stuff I need to write and things like that so it's a people don't realise it's a weird one man yeah like you know I'll be honest with you man like I can't remember the last time I went to my mum's birthday yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? I haven't been to my mum's birthday. I've lost girlfriends. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's real, man. Like people I, don't understand that it's, it. You know, it comes with a, a debt, and that, and that. You know, we're not trying to sound like our diamond shoes are too tight. I get to wake up at twelve. Yeah, but you yeah, know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. for real, for real. It's but, great. You know, Again, it's, it's, no, but it is, it is true. I've had that with um, the one that always comes to mind for me. It proper broke my heart, man. Mm. One of my oldest mates from school, Mark Irvine. I, mm. I love him dearly. We made Mark Irvine Fest the third biggest trend in topic on Twitter That's because great. I was doing a gig in Manchester and a kid in the crowd looked like my mate Mark Irvine <laughs> and we dubbed it Mark Irvine Fest and it went That's crazy hilarious. and then I texted my mate Mark going go on Twitter yeah. <laughs> I never explained it for like weeks and weeks after he's like why is my name <laughs> trending and it's Mark with a C as well so it's a weird yeah, yeah, name very specific um, but yeah he's my boy and then he sent me he met 
the most amazing girl and she's wonderful it's perfect for him mm. and he, he excitedly he sent me the date of their wedding mm. and it's festival weekend and I'd always I'd I program the spoken word tent the best for it's yeah. like I'm always there and I couldn't make it and I'll be real I love a missing weddings like mm. that's one of the good things about yeah, the industry yeah, yeah. is I can say <laughs> I can't make it to your shitty wedding yeah, I, hate I'm it. Like, but, I, I might be able to pass through the after party yeah, for a yeah, second exactly, and I'm going to exactly. come in jeans <laughs> <laughs> but my, but the, that was the one wedding I'd want to yeah, go to and no. I wanted to go to and that broke my heart to get that and be like oh man I can't be there and all of my dear friends are there and seeing mm. and again it's not like it's one of them ones where it's your mate and it's like oh he's met this girl she's a bit of a fool but he's been yeah. sucked in it's like he'd met someone amazing yeah. it was this perfect thing and yeah I couldn't, that's couldn't why be there and that was that's heartbreaking that's what separates but, you though yeah at the same time it's that yeah. thing of you know is that this you're is willing it, to just there. take it to that next level and you're right on, on, on you mentioned relationships as well it is a massive thing there because again oh, it's kind of I purposely didn't have a relationship for years and years and years mm. because I'd you know I'd, I'd still have my fun but um I'd have my fun yeah you got but you're touring sadly the fact is my career is my focus it's mm. again it's why i've not had kids and don't plan to in the near future because i couldn't be a good dad at this point because mm. i'm so focused on on acting and, and, and trying to m make this movie industry stuff yeah, work or yeah. tv industry stuff work and it was the same with girlfriends for a long while and there were times i thought oh, i'll give it a go mm. and it failed mm. and you know that is what it is it's because of the thing i'm giving it a go at the moment and I, oh, hopefully hopefully it won't fail but i'll been with this one um Coming on for a year, I oh, think okay, it's that's complicated. Good. Okay, okay. Again, because there yeah. was that period I was just having fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know so what I mean? So, so it's, it's a year for yeah. you at six months. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know there ones. I know there ones. It's a blurred line of, of Listen, where it started knew, and where it began. She, was, yeah. she was, knew she was messing with Pip the player, so what, what are you going to do with <laughs> I'm already playing with you, brother. But listen, man, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, quickly, I want to uh, just go into man. Uh, so you got any good? You got any acting stuff coming up? Um, so I've got I've got a film coming out soon called Kill Ben Like, and I'm in it with Bashy. Oh, who's, Bashi, who's, who's Ashley Thomas. Man. I was excited to oh, work with him, man. Bashi, He's... do you know what? Bashi was a, I, I know you don't like, underrated MC. Yeah, yeah, The dude was. could spit, man. Dude could spit, and he's an inspiration, man, because he, a lot of those kids that came up, like him and Ed Scryan are two of my biggest inspirations. Yeah. They were both rapping. They both came Bashi up in them kind of, uh, you're just playing yourself as yeah, a little yeah, 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 street yeah. thug films, yeah, yeah. but then they both went off and made it in different in yeah. different roles and Ed Scrine's made the man. it for themselves. I remember so, yeah. I met Ed Scrine after I opened for Doc Brown once. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I yeah. met Ed Scrine, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, I know this dude, and you know, because he's a very um, particular yeah. looking dude. Like he's very big and handsome yeah, looking yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, I know, and I was like, fuck, that's the guy from um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, he was yeah. on uh, Deadpool, Deadpool, and he was yeah. a lovely dude. He's top I mean, he's really nice he's one guy, of my, man. He's one of my my favorite people. Really nice guy. He was he was. Cool. I me, can't get me, him on the podcast, but yeah. uh, me and him took his his son swimming, uh, and when we got there, Doc Brown was just uh, uh, leaving uh, with his daughter. So yeah. again, it's, it's weird how these people yeah, just stay yeah, in the yeah, same yeah, yeah. areas yeah, yeah. and circles, like they're all doing different things now. Yeah, but yeah, that's beautiful. Something beautiful in that. But um, but, but yeah, so Kill Ben like it's it's this Kill weird like. kind of uh, uh, it's a murder mystery, but it's kind of a comedy, and Fantastic. it's it's it was good 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 fun. It's got. And my boy Eugene, um, who was in in Game of Thrones, he mm -hmm. was the guy who had the, the the thing on his head. Okay, yeah, the yeah, cousin yeah. of the of the Starks and all that kind of. Thing. Or not Starks, the um, the other ones, yeah, the, posh the other ones, picks. the gold ones, yeah, 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 yeah. But and yeah, you, and you do, and you're in Walk Like a Panther with my yep, boy Gus I mean, Khan, and Walk Like a Panther with Gus and Steve Graham, and I mean with I Dave Johns, yeah. everyone, all these comedians. I know Dave, I know Dave. I gig with Dave a few times. I yeah. like Dave, and Gus is the man. Gus is my boy. Yeah, I need to get Gus on the podcast. But you, you try and hold, you trying to get Gus in one place. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's, I, a, it's a motherfucker trying to it's, get Gus it's, somewhere. It's boy. a thing. I, I was literally I was booking him. In fact, it was it was, it was when Man Like Mobium came out. And again, it's, it's yeah. what I was saying to you. I, I, I love it when I get hit up by the people of my boys. Because mm. with Gus in particular, I was like, that means I know he'll be there. Because mm. again, if I just tried to arrange no. it directly with Gus, it you wasn't happening. But Gus. because his people had said, well, we've got him in a meeting here, and then we're, we're putting him in a car here, yeah. and we're doing this, I was like. It'll be there then. Yeah, It'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get Gus now for something. We trying to get, we trying to raise some dates together. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to be doing. Um, I'm touring this year. Yeah, and me and Gus were talking about it. And we're trying to, we're trying to do some live dates together. Be dope. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to do some stand up together. Cause we need to do that. Cause I ain't worked with Gus yet. But um, <clears throat> we're gonna wrap this up. And I just want to say thank you, Pip. Thank you. And I really appreciate it, man. And uh, you know what, man? Like you know, it's 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 when I when I started when I say I'm doing this podcast, the first name I say is I need to get Scoopers Pip on this. That's dope, man. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm loving me and I'm 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 loving the people that you're getting. Like yeah, I want to yeah. hear or just seeing what I've not heard of them mm. because we've called this before or out, but. 
a Grace Neutral is someone who I think is dope and I don't I haven't heard enough right, from yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen a few little clips and the mm. people just do nothing boys and all that kind of yeah thing. yeah we've got some good people coming on and um, but yeah no we pre <clears throat> so I really appreciate it man and uh, and I and I, and I and I have nothing but respect for your work ethic I think you fucking you're a go getter and you get out and you get it thank you and man and as you know because you know in life there's so many people who they want to do things and they don't yeah. and you ain't one of them people and uh, you know it's definitely influenced yeah, no, me and I don't say that a lot but it, you know I'm dope, man. I kinda, but it has you know especially with my work ethic because yeah. there's certain things in my career that I'm not happy with and I'm like you know what man I need to I need to do me a scrupulous pip yeah, and take right, some ownership son. about my own actions I love it you know what I'm saying yeah, I need to do yeah, me, that's yeah, what I call it I now if I, if, I, if I do sign that I own that's yeah. a scrupulous pip damn right I'm feeling it I like <laughs> it alright my brother thank you so much thank you look forward to it bro peace thank you, thank you so much <clears throat> thank you that's great fun thank you pip cheers brother that was scrupulous pip uh, rapper podcaster all around gentlemen uh, and next week we got my brother on who's a good friend of mine I like Reggie a lot uh, he's um, probably good friends probably overstated it really lovely acquaintance no, <laughs> no I like Reggie Reggie's my boy man so uh, we got Reggie Yates on he's a filmmaker he, he's done acting he used to rap he used to you know he's done everything man he's a director he's a, he just you know he's an all round just killer so uh, yeah man Regiates. Jamali 9000. Jamali 9. Jamali. Jamali 9000 from Mars. Just land over Max with the computer. My wings expand on Earth around the universe. The superhero just written a verse The J on my shirt for Jamali Never using the Mali Walking down the galaxy Computers on my hand Built in like I'm a man Machine since I was growing up with children Mechanical rapper Putting a robot flow together I made a steal in any weather Disguised more than Spider-Man in a sweater Optimus way after prime Standing on top of the world I gotta shine just like my pop's new Cadillac CT6 The patch on my eye, I be Rick The lyrics are slick Like new now wave grease Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway Like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.